just this week, I did not approve two potential locations because the demographic just did not meet our criteria. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, we cannot let you put that there because it may not succeed. And we have to stick with what we know works. Welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, where we'll share our insights on how to make more money, how to help more people, and how to be a better leader for your business and your community. We've been in this game since 1992, and we'll share our successes and failures along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Suzanne, you're back. Hey, you're so low. You're riding really low today. You I'm short. That? I think mm. your chair's lowered as well. I like it that way because my legs are short. Otherwise, my little <laughs> feet kind <laughs> of dangle. Of a story that you told me once. We'll catch that on another podcast. <laughs> that, that was a funny the dangling story. Dangling feet this- with a. <laughs> Slight morsels of fish stuck in someone's mustache. Anyway, we'll get to that on a later uh, on and a later that was podcast. A fun, that was a funny story. That was a great story. I know. Probably one of my favorites, actually. Me too. Um, so before we get into it, do you have a did you know? I do. In fact, I have a couple of them. Really? Well, it's do, bonus, huh? Well, do you know what today is? Um, it's not your birthday, is it? No, that's at the end of September. That's right. Uh, no. Four years ago today. We launched the franchise business. Has it been four years? September 1st, 2019. I always think it's more like, um, it feels like two years since COVID like stopped everything for well, a couple of years. We, we did kind of have a little bit of a pause because of the pandemic, but it it happened two years ago. I'm four years ago today. Yo. Yeah. No, I did not know that. Well, yeah. that's, so that's one of my did you knows. Okay. My other did you know is, did you know that it's impossible for most humans to lick their elbow? Mm. You can try it if you want. That's no. the first thing I did when I read it. I know it. a couple of people that can. I'm just guessing. Do they have really long tongues? <laughs> Actually, they do. And now I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they can lick their eyebrows, does that mean they can also lick their elbows? No, it's an angle thing, I think. You know, nah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Well, Okay, well, look it up. I'm going to start asking around and asking for people to do that. Okay, well, we'll take a sampling. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. We had to do our own research, as always. Yes. You know, that's what we do. Uh, my did you know is, did you, do you know the only country in the world that doesn't have any mosquitoes? I would say it would be like Antarctica or something. No, that'd be a good guess, though. Um, Iceland. Well, I was, Iceland was my next guess. You know what's guess. weird about that, though, is I've been to Alaska, and the mosquitoes are ridiculous in Alaska. But they have a warmer season. And seems like Iceland has a relatively warm season. Well, that's why also. I guessed Antarctica, because it really doesn't. No. Yeah. But that's a continent. Well, there's countries in Antarctica. No, it's just like a giant thing. There's no God, we're gonna sound so dumb on this there, podcast. I mean, I've watched some things where there's like people who live up there. Yeah, but they're in a research center working for scientific. There's purposes. no like grocery stores or anything. There's not a no. There's no Harris Teeter or or Fresh Market. Harris Teeter or like Is that a still a thing? I don't I think they went out of business a long time ago. Did they? Yeah. Well we're really off our game today. Anyway, there you go. These are your leaders. <laughs> Feel confident that we're your leaders. Suzanne thinks there's a Publix grocery store on Antarctica, Antarctica, and it's a country. Well, you think there's a Harris Teeter, and I'm pretty sure those aren't even a thing anymore. But I'll get to that later. All right, but what we are going to talk about is, drumroll, we just crossed 150 locations. Yeah. Last time you were on, which was like, it seems like a couple of months ago, we were at 100. We're growing fast. It's really, yeah. So last month, um, month before, this one was 19 licenses awarded. This month, I think we're at 16 or 17. We have two signings next week. Now yes. these are develop people are on development schedules, so right. they're Still, finding their seconds. Adding, mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's going quick. So it's all good, but I thought we would talk about 
even what we've learned maybe as of late that's been just maybe observations. Again, I think it's good at these junctures to be like, all right, where are we now? What are we learning? How are we responding to it? And I think it's good for candidates and for current franchisees to hear what's going on. Um, I, I agree. And, you know, every day is kind of a new day. And every month, I, I think back like what I was doing six months ago, I'm doing completely different things. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so evolving fast. It I mean, really is. Thing. It's like we have to really be nimble. And I think the word that when I had Brian on the podcast, they use plasticity for yeah. your brain. Like it's a different time. Technology is different. Everything's different. So you just have to think differently. But just three main observations that we came up with. So one is um, why we do what we do. I think as of late, because we have more volume, we have more clubs opening. I think we're close to 30 now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, we're on pace to have, I don't know, we'll be near 50, maybe mid, mid-40s to 50. Again, just depends on permitting and stuff. But we have like 40-some clubs in some level of like real estate or construction. Right. We have 81 franchise agreements signed, which means – and. Uh, almost 30 of those are open now and the rest of the remainder are in some part. Yeah. Of- so for those of you guys that are listening, like if somebody signs a multi-unit, um, they have a 12 months is typical for the first location to right. be open. So that means 81 people are currently getting their first location open. Correct. And then we have other people adding additional locations. Correct. But when I say 150 awarded, that includes the multi-unit franchisees as well. Right. Yep. So yeah, man, it's going quick. So I think as we get more volume, the why we do what we do it becomes more evident. We mm-hmm. had a great story that, that one of our clubs out of Castle Hills in Texas shared of a lady, you know, just talking about how she feels about Alloy just off the cuff, you know, which is mm-hmm. a great kind of testimonial that. to get. And I thought she did a better job of articulating what we do than we, we do. do. You know, sometimes we have so much curse of knowledge about all the little details and yeah. she just sits there and says, hey. I'm, I was not able to do half the things I used to be able to do, and now I can do these things. And so it's just so cool to hear it um, spoken back to us in the way right. that we that we hope we're putting it into market, right? A hundred percent. it couldn't, couldn't be better than that. And then we look at like, you know, your partner, Sean, gets now an opportunity to, to become an entrepreneur and to do business and go into business with some people in his family. And like, there's all of these um, really cool things that are happening by what we've created, right? Yeah. You know, I had dinner with uh, Rami the other night, yep. and he's a, an alloy owner, investor, but he's also like somewhat of a consultant for us mm-hmm. where, with his friend groups. If he's got folks that are interested in investment portfolio diversity, he'll bring them to alloy. And we had a really great candidate, Kurt, at our last one. Okay. So like, obviously, that's a income potential for Rami as right. well. So like, we, and then Rami's wife is now doing her own, right. and like his friends are getting investment opportunities. It's like, okay, look. This thing that we're creating, it's its all of these opportunities, not just for us, but for all of the other people. And I mean, you think about the directors that are hired, it changes their lives. And then the coaches that get to work there who might get to become directors in second locations. And I don't know, every now and then I just, you know, you take a break from like the hustle and bustle of the work and you're like, this is so freaking cool. Yeah. The trickle down effect and the far reach that we are able to have just because we've got more clubs open and we're helping more people. And like you said, there's all of these extra people that are involved that are reaching dreams of business ownership that have up till now been unrealized and all of these great things. It's, there's so much synergy. There's so much energy. It's all positive. It's really cool. It really is. And it's, it's so important, I think, for us, especially as the leaders of the company, to sit down and realize this every now and then. Because yeah. like a day in the life, of it's not always that much fun. 
because it's franchising and it's, you know, especially on your end, compliance, legal and it's all so the fun. things, right? It's so, it's fun. so fun. I love it so much. I do. I honestly, I mean, you're right. Some of the things are not particularly super exciting because, it, you know, it's compliance issues and stuff like that. But all in all, I love what I do. And yeah. I know you love what you do. I do. And thankfully, we're good partners because you would, I would not love what you do and you would not love what I do. That is 100% true. I can <laughs> so, tell you that. Every time we, I say, hey, what are you up to? You I'm like, to you don't want to know. Like, yeah. And then I'm like, eh, eh, never mind. And you're like, you don't want to know. I'm like, good, good. You're good. You know, all I do is run around and talk to people, which you don't want to do that either. So it works out really well. But yeah, so I think that's it. Like, And we've seen people leave alloy locations and move and move into an area with another alloy location. This is only with like 30 ish open. So right. imagine when there's 200 or 300 yeah. open, what that's going to look like. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. It's just been, I'm very grateful for, to have created a vehicle and to see like all of the trickle down, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. effects of all the mm -hmm. people that are positively influenced yes. all the way from the consumers. That's an obvious one, but to the directors, to the investors, and then the opportunities that people on our team will get as we grow and the ability to recruit dynamic people to the team that fit our culture. That's key. And yeah, hundred percent. So like, as we go, it's like, okay, the people we're bringing on here, we're creating more opportunity. So I don't know. It just, it just flows all the way through from the brand down. And when you talk about a brand and all the things that we put into the brand, I don't know, 10 years ago now, almost with, you know, what does alloy mean? With the, the tagline of Stronger Together, the logo, two pillars leaning on each other. It's like it really comes to fruition and every now and then it all comes together. It's just for a brief moment in my mind, but I'm like, it's just like the skies open up. I'm like, ah, you know, right. it's perfect. So, right. so that's one thing I've realized is like the whys of what we do are easier to see now because all the blocking and tackling to get the franchise built, to get it open, to get the first few now we're starting to find our stride a little bit. Um, it's just been super cool. So I don't know if you feel the same way, but like for me, it's like it's more motivating now than ever. I love it. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see. I was I was at Hainesbridge Village this morning um, doing my workout, and there was a new guy in there, and um, and then a couple of us who there were four or five of us who have been around for a while. And the new guy, it was a very hard workout. It was one of those like high rep, super cardio. Right, right, yeah. My, not my fave, but. Yeah, I hear you. And anyway, um, toward the end, he said, this is so cool. This is only my sixth time, but I'm so motivated by watching you guys. And like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And one of the other guys that was in the workout, he's like, you'll be surprised how quickly you make strides. Like it really, this really works. And so then we just started talking about the small group thing and the community and how cool that is, how different it is than just going and working out by yourself or in a one-on-one -on -one situation. It's really motivating. And the community is so important and supportive. And I just loved it. And that, that was just happened to be a new guy in my group this morning. So cool. Yeah. Well, and I think those are things, again, it's like, it's nice to hear that. And it's, it's, that gets back to the why of what we're doing. Like, right. You know, we take for granted, like the programming is cutting edge. It's like the best programming ever. Yep. And like all these people that are speaking back to us that they have bad backs and they couldn't do anything. I mean, I got, I took a call the other day from a guy who, um, 
He was one of the founders of Shelf Genie with Barry Falcon. Oh, yeah. And now they've launched a different drawer one, and they've got all this cool technology. So he's actually under the Repham banner now as well. Oh, really? Okay. But he lives over in Roswell. Okay, And he cool. had broken his back doing like he's – a, he's a crazy entrepreneur, but he was like paragliding. And, I mean, he's that kind of guy, right? So he and I, obviously, we hit it I up. was going to say. Yeah. That I'm sounds like, familiar. As soon as your back heals, <laughs> let's go again. No. <laughs> but he um, – he told me, he's like, hey, he just shot me a message and said, hey, I joined your West Roswell Club. And great. like, it's great because, you know, I used to do CrossFit, but then that, that would hurt me. And then when I hurt my back, I couldn't do it. And he's like, so this is like perfect because I'm getting in great shape and I'm working around my injuries. I'm right. just like, oh. So all this stuff yeah. is coming together as the brand grows. That That's super cool. It's really validating. It's all about the why. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's just, it's just great to see it. Selfishly, it's, it's the best and it will keep us motivated. Um, the second observation is it really is all about the people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, always. always. And I would say that almost in any business, but certainly in a people facing business. So we are leaning in as heavily as we can into helping franchisees identify the right operators because yeah. most of our franchisees are at the investor level and the operator is key. And so whatever we can do, and we have a lot of resources already in place, but anything else that we can put into that. That that's your make or break. Every time I'm on the CEO call and I'm like, if I was you, my first question would be, how can I screw this thing up? And I'm like, there's two ways you can put it in the wrong spot, but you can remove that because we're not going to allow you to do that. No, we have so many easy. controls and it's basically like algorithms and math formulas to get you the right spot. Right. And then we have final approval and yep. it's everything from the business model to the, I mean, all that. So no worries on that. But next is the people. And we're going to give you like we can we have a resource to help find people. Mm -hmm. We have a screening process and we have an interview process based on our core values in EOS that we run. But you still have to sit down in front of someone. And we always say, are you the person you're looking for it's looking is looking for. for? It's really key. And yeah. so I'm really looking at investors through that lens. Can you attract and lead a outgoing person that you could envision being the face of your fitness business. That's the key. That is. That is going to be 100% the key. That is. And you're right about the location thing. And it's it, it's interesting because just this week, I did not approve two potential locations because the demographic just did not meet our criteria. So mm -hmm. I'm like, no, we, we cannot let you put that there because it right. may not succeed, you know, and we have to stick with what we know works. So... I would rather be conservative and say, just do one, then we'll see in a year if there's room right. for a second one. But I, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving you a second search area that doesn't meet our criteria if we're right. not going to let you do that. Well, and I think anyone listening, I hope they hear there's integrity around that because uh, you could just sell 100. the world and then just peace out, right? Sure. We could sell 300 of these things in yeah. a year and just be like, nope, we're not out. us. No, but we're trying to grow with integrity. And so we're trying to protect the franchisee and, and us because 100%. we're, you know, we can't make money unless they make money. It's the That's most right. aligned business ever. Right. But you know, that I think I would hope that that would be good for people to hear. Right. Right. So location check, like you said, second, it is really the people. And so we're going to give you all the resources, but I would say not just the people that are working in the facilities, that's going to be make or break for you as a franchisee. I'll promise you it'll right. be your people. And it's not a lot. You guys, it's three people. I mean, it's not that difficult, you know, but you got to find three good people. Yeah. And then second, I think for us here as well, like as we've hired people here, you know, like it's about how we can build people here. And I love to our first point as, as we, as our vision gets bigger, all the people working with us, their visions can fit underneath that. Mm -hmm. And we've found that we're attracting like really high level people. Right. Now that they see that we have this big vision and we're creating this forward momentum and then they're like, Hey, I'd like to be part of that, which yeah. is awesome. You know? So I think all the way around you guys, it's kind of a, a duh, you know, maybe an obvious point, but it really is about the people and there's no other way around it. And so we will continue to do everything we can to build better culture 
and or to enhance our culture and to continue to just lean into the people that are in our system because they're going to make or break us. And that feels good anyway. Like who doesn't want to help people, right? And build people. Absolutely. I mean, they have to be. It's, it's kind of one of our, you know, missions. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. And it's funny because like now that there's layers to it, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it, again, it threads its way all the way all through, the way through all of those layers. All yep. the way, all the way through. A hundred percent. Yes. And then lastly, and this one sounds a little bit counterintuitive to some of the advice that we might give entrepreneurs, but if you want it done right, do it yourself, is the third point. And what I mean by that is when we started, we had all these great vendor relationships and we still do, but we were relying on a lot of our vendors for processes that are really hard business business functions, right? And as it turns out, we're just better suited to pull those things in house. Now it's a bit more expensive to staff up, to have those things in house, but I promise you examples like the real estate log jam that we had at one point because there was third parties involved and there's just all of this strange communication circles. And if somebody delays their email by three days and someone else goes another three days, that's a week. And (laughs) so now like we changed that process. Um, you know, obviously we promoted Jared into VP of just real estate and construction and construction. He's built his, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I mean, our speed of opening has been reduced by 20% already and it's going even faster because it's a delayed reaction on the, on Mm -hmm. the efforts put forward. But I think some other things too, you know, just some things that we were turfing to vendors mm-hmm. that we have realized that really need to be in Well, and, and sometimes they're really important and critical things. And so then we kind of realized like, wait a minute, why why are we giving a vendor control of that? That is a important business aspect. So no, we need to relook at that and bring right. those bring those back in-house. And also at the beginning, we had to do that because we didn't have the the budget to staff up and have, you know, people to run all of those um, types of things. But now that we've got more open, we can justify um, staffing in order to um, facilitate uh, that. And so, you know, I'm not saying we did it wrong before. It was kind of out of necessity. it's just just stages. Right, exactly. And, And I look forward to, you know, the future when we will we have triggers of when we need to bring on new folks so that we can support our franchisees the way they need to be supported. And, you know, not only just real estate and construction, but then on the 20 mile March, you know, with, with uh, once they get open and being able to meet with them and make sure that they've got all the things that they need and that they are following the systems and, you know, growing their businesses and being profitable. So, all of those things, I think we have triggers in place where we know when we need to hire another franchise business coach or right. if we need to hire more admin people or right. whatever it is to help out. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be really sad when we grow out of this place. I know. It won't be long now. We're almost out of offices in here, but we'll just have like a satellite office, I guess. I guess so. I think the leadership team should stay here because I can't imagine going anywhere else. We'll put everyone else in some cubicle cave somewhere <laughs> like a like – a, yeah. Like a control farm. Take over the whole, right, the whole shopping smashed center. in there, like little mice <laughs> getting with it on their computers. But it really is. So what we have learned is that some functions are better off handled by us. And we have a certain pace and core values that we communicate with franchisees on. And if you, if you plug in a third party into that, what we found is if they're not like fully aligned and no matter what you say, they're not you. And so it's hard to get that. We've got a few that'll, that'll keep the pace. And they have a couple of functions that we're plugging in. But for the most part, most of that stuff we've pulled back in-house. And it's mm-hmm. been 
light years better. So be- so much better. So much we're better in control already. of the whole process. Yep. And things don't get lost in, you know, this shuffle of yep. too many cooks in the kitchen kind of. So yeah. No, no, I, I totally agree. And so it's just been an observation. So yeah, three things you guys, uh, the why of what we do is more evident than ever. And the more volume we have, the more units we put out there and the more people we help, it's like, it's just going to continue to get better. It really is about people. I mean, that's the business in a nutshell. It's like all the tactical stuff in the franchise is handled. You just have to hire and lead good people, period. So we're going to give you more resources. We're going to lean into that as hard as we can, but it's your job to hire and lead the best possible people. And then lastly, just personal observation, we've had to pull some things back in-house just so we can control them, and it has made a massive difference. So for any current franchisee, I hope you hear that, and for any potential franchisee, same. You know, it's always it's a constant evolution of process and mm-hmm. products and thought processes and everything else but it, I'm, gl- I'm glad we're having fun with it we really are it's so much fun i learn every single day me too I, it's great i mean not every day is great and there are frustrations and things like that but all in all i love what we do and i love working with you and the rest of our team and, and our franchisees um i've kind of made it a mission to just call a couple franchisees every week like nice. i'll just eh, whatever just work down the list they love it of course they just love you know, checking in or me checking in on them and um, just seeing how you're doing. What do you need? Can I help with anything? It's just awesome. Yeah. And it's it's so nice to, again, the bigger we get, the more effect those things are going to have. Putting our conference together for a, about a year from now, mm-hmm. that's, I'm super excited about that. So, so like fun. all the things I used to do in the industry from like speaking to like mastermind groups and we had our coaching group and all that. Like it's all happening now, but it's all under the same brand. And this is what so I had hoped for. It's like, hey, I like all the things I do. And I love to dabble and all, but like it would really be nice to take all of those resources and focus and put it into one vehicle where everyone's rowing in the same direction. And I'm just starting, we're just getting enough clubs open now where we can start to feel that momentum. Well, right. And everything that you've done and have accomplished up till now, which has been a lot, has prepared you for this. Right. Like every single thing. Yeah. And there's been no way that I could have done it when I, you know, my talk this year was like, of course, tongue in cheek, but 31 ways to ruin your fitness business. And a lot of it were just like lessons that you learn. And I mean, I don't, I couldn't have been here in any other path. I mean, had I chosen franchising earlier on, sure, I would have learned some things quicker, but I wouldn't have learned what I did with the international experience from licensing as an example. So look, you get there and you're right where you're supposed to be, right? At any given time, you learn it the way you're supposed to. And then when a when your skill set improves and an opportunity presents itself, you have the ability to then take advantage of it. But you've got right. to be upskilling yourself at all times to 100%. do that. hundred percent. And we did talk about franchising. We had you and I had some very specific talks about should we consider this? And we both agreed at the time we're not ready yet. We're just not ready. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're not um, we don't have enough money in the bank, you know, we don't know whatever enough it what whatever it was. It just wasn't time. And then when we began talking about it in January of 2019, we're like, I think it's time. Yep. And here we are. I know. It only took me 31 years and you as well, because you've been <laughs> around 29 of those 31 years. It's know, so weird. Right? Well, good. I hope that helps you guys a little bit of clarity about where we are after 150, but hey, props to you. Great job. Keep up the good work. High five if you can't see it. And then uh, we'll talk to you when we hit 200, which will be probably next month. Right. <laughs> All right peace. Peace out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, check us out at alloyfranchise.com for more information on the Alloy systems. Also, leave us a five-star review so we can spread the good word and help more people.